0: Morning prayer begins on page four of the prayer book. Just to note on the posting of the lessons, we discovered in Zoom that when I post the lessons in chat, only those who are already on can see them. So I've posted it a few times and just now, but that's why lessons aren't posted always as we were accustomed to before, because the format's different now. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. O Lord, open thou our lips.
1: And our mouth shall show forth thy praise.
0: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm
0: 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his and he made it Blessed is he that considereth the poor and needy. The Lord shall deliver him in the time of trouble.
1: The Lord preserve him and keep him alive, that he may be blessed upon earth, and deliver not thou him into the will of his enemies. The
0: Lord comfort him when he lieth sick upon his bed. Make thou all his
1: bed in his sickness. I said, Lord, be merciful unto me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against thee. My enemies speak evil of me,
0: when shall he die and his name perish?
1: And if he come to see me, he speaketh vanity, and his heart conceiveth falsehood within himself, and when he cometh forth, he telleth, All mine
0: enemies whispered together against me, even against me do they imagine this
1: evil. An evil disease, they say, cleaveth fast unto him, and now that he lieth, he shall rise up no more. Yea, even mine own familiar
0: friend whom I trusted, who did also eat of my bread, hath laid great weight
1: for me. But be thou merciful unto me, O Lord. Raise thou me up again, and I shall reward them. By this I know thou favorest me, that mine
0: enemy doth not triumph against
1: me. And in my innocency thou upholdest me, and shalt set me before thy face forever. Blessed
0: be the Lord God of Israel, world without end. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
1: Here beginneth the 32nd verse of the 24th chapter of the book of Genesis. Then the man came to the house, and he unloaded the camels, and provided straw and feed for the camels, and to wash his feet and the feet of the men who were with him. Food was set before him to eat, but he said, I will not eat until I have told about my errand. And he said, Speak on. So he said, I am Abraham's servant. The Lord has blessed my master greatly, and he has become great. And he has given him flocks and herds, silver and gold, male and female servants, and camels and donkeys. And Sarah, my master's wife, bore a son to my master when she was old. And to him he has given all that he has. Now my master made me swear, saying, You shall not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, in whose land I dwell. But you shall go to my father's house and to my family and take a wife for my son. And I said to my master, Perhaps the woman will not follow me. But he said to me, The Lord, before whom I walk, will send his angel with you and prosper your way. And you shall take a wife for my son from my family and from my family's house. You will be clear from this oath when you arrive among my family, for they will not give her up to you. Then you will be released from my oath. And this day I came to the well and said, O Lord God, my master Abraham, if you will now prosper the way in which I go, behold, I stand by the well water." And it shall come to pass that when the virgin comes out to draw water, and I say to her, Please give me a little water from your pitcher to drink. And she says to me, Drink, and I will draw for your camels also. Let her be the woman whom the Lord has appointed for my master's son. But before I had finished speaking in my heart, there was Rebecca coming out with her pitcher on her shoulder. And she went down to the well and drew water. And I said to her, Please let me drink. And she made haste and let her pitcher down from her shoulder and said, Drink, and I will give your camels a drink also. So I drank, and she gave the camels a drink also. And I asked her and said, Whose daughter are you? And she said, The daughter of Bethuel, Nahor's son, whom Milcah bore to him. So I put the nose ring on her nose and the bracelets on her wrists. And I bowed my head and worshiped the Lord, and blessed the Lord God of my master Abraham, who had led me in the way of truth to take the daughter of my master's brother for his son. Now if you will deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me, and if not, tell me, that I might turn to the right hand or to the left. Then Laban, and Bethuel answered and said, The thing comes from the Lord. We cannot speak to you either bad or good. Here is Rebekah before you. Take her and go, and let her be your master's son's wife, as the Lord has spoken. And it came to pass, when Abraham's servant heard their words, that he worshipped the Lord, bowing himself to the earth. Then the servant brought out jewelry of silver, jewelry of gold, and clothing, and gave them to Rebekah. He also gave precious things to her brother and to her mother. And he and the men who were with him ate and drank and stayed all night. Then they arose in the morning and said, Send me away to my master. But her brother and her mother said, Let the young woman stay with us a few days, at least ten. After that she may go. And he said to them, Do not hinder me, since the Lord has prospered my way. Send me away, so that I may go to my master.' So they said, We will call a young woman and ask her personally. Then they called Rebekah and said to her, Will you go with this man? And she said, I will go. So they sent away Rebekah, their sister, and her nurse, and Rebekah's servant and his men. And they blessed Rebekah and said to her, Our sister, may you become the mother of thousands of ten thousands, and may your descendants possess the gates of those who hate them, then Rebekah and her maids rose, and they rode on the camels and followed the man. So the servant took Rebekah and departed. Now Isaac came from the way of Beir, the high Roy, for he dwelt in the south. And Isaac went out to eat, meditate in the field in the evening, and he lifted his eyes and looked, and there the camels were coming. Then Rebekah lifted her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she dismounted from her camel, where she had said to the servant, who is this man walking in the field to meet us? The servant said, it is my master. So she took a veil and covered herself. And the servant told Isaac all the things that he had done. Then Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent and he took Rebecca and she became his wife and he loved her. So Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Here endeth the first lesson.
0: Benedictus S on page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world
1: without end. Amen. Here beginneth the sixth chapter of the first epistle of St. Paul to the Corinthians, Dare any of you, having a matter against another, go to law before the unrighteous and not before the saints? Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if the world will be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Do you not know that we shall judge angels? How much more things that pertain to this life? If then you have judgments concerning things pertaining to this life, do you appoint those who are least esteemed by the church to judge? I say this to your shame. Is it so that there is not a wise man among you, not even one, who will be able to judge between his brethren? But brother goes to law against brother, and that before unbelievers. Now, therefore, it is already an utter failure for you that you go to the law against one another. Why do you not rather accept wrong? Why do you not rather let yourselves be cheated? No, you yourselves do wrong and cheat, and you do these things to your brethren. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but you were washed, and you were sanctified, but you were justified in, this, in the name of the Lord Jesus, and by the Spirit of our God. Here endeth the second lesson. Benedictus on page
0: 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the dayspring from on high hath visited us, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O mighty God, who seest that we have no power of ourselves to help ourselves. Keep us both outwardly in our bodies and inwardly in our souls, that we may be defended from all the adversities which may happen to the body and from all evil thoughts which may assault and hurt the soul through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts. That we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. God art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of, and of the through eternal life, who services perfect freedom, defendest thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies that we surely trusting in thy defense may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who hast safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by the governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. In our Genesis lesson, I I think there's a a particular focus on the faithfulness of Abraham's servant, as we mentioned yesterday, how faithful he was to go and not become sidetracked uh, on his journey. And now, having um, sort of accomplished what he uh, um, set out to accomplish uh, at the end, and then then Laban and his brother want, hey, stay a little while, let's let's have a party, all of which is um, reasonable. But he's focused. No, I've accomplished what I want to accomplish. And now let me go. Have and 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 he keeps his mind single-mindedly focused on the task that he has been given by his master, Abraham. And I mentioned yesterday, but I think it's worthy of continued reflection, you know, that God's will is done, is carried out by faithful servants. I mean, we we, we there's a whole unseen spiritual apparatus of angels and archangels in the company of heaven, and angels are messengers who carry out the will of God for us. And, and we, we we understand, for example, that Michael is the archangel who fights for us. And when we think about praying and, and the ways prayers are answered, they're always answered by God and, and Jesus in, in the Holy Spirit. But there's a whole apparatus of people who faithfully do what God asks him to do. And in our lives and in our uh, ministries and when, when when people do what God calls them to do and they do it faithfully, it's remarkable how well God's will can be accomplished. And the problem is always we get distracted. We we, we get off the focus of God's will into something else. So I think Abraham's servant is a particular example of servanthood, of, of a servant with a task who carries it out faithfully and God's will is accomplished. The, the chosen seed is carried on without detour or of getting sidetracked, whereas one of the great themes of of Genesis so far is there's always a threat to the continuation of the seed, largely because of human people who get in the way. I think we can connect this to our New Testament lesson from Corinthians, where uh, Saint Paul is taking the Corinthians to task for suing each other in court. They have disputes, and rather than bringing them to the church and let some wise person adjudicate, they go they go to court and. The overarching point here is that they're focused on temporal justification. Somebody wronged me, and I need to make this right. And they've lost sight of the eternal setting of their lives. St. Paul says in remarkable things, we will judge angels, that we that we will judge the world to come because we're reigning with Christ. But the whole idea of justification is that being justified in Christ. We have the standing with God. So everything is okay. We are eternally justified in children of God. And so when something happens temporally that we don't get the justice we want right now, or things don't turn out in a fair way, or someone opposes us and we can't, you know, get back the way we want to, it doesn't really matter in the internal thing, and God takes note of that, and He will vindicate us. And this is what Saint Paul says: Wouldn't you rather be defrauded, not because you're, you're going to lose everything? We remember that our Lord died an unjust death; He did not get temporal justice. He was justified in the resurrection. So. Our narrative of life, therefore, is living in the justification we have in him and not getting distracted by the need for temporal uh, justification. I have to have my satisfaction now, and that means sometimes in life we don't fully get all the things that we want. And it's interesting how St. Paul likens this desire for justice now with all manner of immorality because it's the same kind of passion that requires right now I have to have my appetite satisfied. I think during Lent, we can think about this, because this is really the biggest challenge to spiritual growth and faithfulness is what we might call distractions, and they're usually temporal distractions, some dispute, some thing. I don't hesitate to throw politics in there, the, the need for some political victory, and we get caught up in need for some temporal thing that pulls us off. The focus on the justification we already have and the witness to, to Christ in the world as those who already live as justified people who know that we will be raised uh, in, 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 the, in the great judgment. And so this is something that um, we should focus on. What Where are the distractions in our lives? What are the things we're caught up in? And it's a challenge, to be honest, in the spiritual life to be invested in things that are temporal, we care about them, we want them to go well, but to to give ourselves to them while not being caught up in the need for a particular result in them. That's the idea that we, we, um, we do the work, we bear the witness, and sometimes our faithfulness will end up not being requited right now, but it's the faithfulness God knows. When we need a result right now, I need, I have a dispute, I need to go to court and sue you and get my, that's what gets us off of that focus on faithful servanthood, doing the will of our Father, and and not being distracted by things in the world around us. So we think a little bit about what are our distractions, and how can we remove some of those so we have a clearer focus uh, on, on the kingdom and our vocation. We'll continue with the prayer for all conditions of men on page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men. Thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially, we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit and the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please you to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we then and worthy servants to give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. and by walking before Thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with Thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Good to be with you all for prayer this morning. Have a great day. Peace.
1: Thanks, Bishop Scarlett. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Great day. Bye, kiddos.
0: Bye. Bye, Bishop. Bye, Luke. Have a good day, everyone. Hi,
1: everyone.